God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. Not long ago, there was a congressional hearing, uh, and it was a, C- a CEO of a major corporation. He had basically hobnobbed with one party and was seeking protection from another party against the party with whom he had been in cahoots. Uh, one senator, when kind of taking him to task, said, you've helped the other party and now you're asking help of us. Best of luck. That, of course, was a tongue-in-cheek. It was, it was sarcastic, quite frankly. He was saying, don't ask for help, us for help when you've been siding with the other party. Now, whether that is right or wrong, it, it, it makes sense. And one wonders sometimes, who can you trust? Can you trust the Republicans? Can you trust the Democrats? When you're standing before all of them, who, who do you trust? Uh, better yet, who will stand with you? You know, Paul was a man who had to kind of contemplate such questions. He was standing at, uh, before the Roman authorities. Uh, he had been accused of other Jewish men, people that objected to his message about Jesus. And the question is, who were his allies in that room? Were they the Romans who had actually... Uh, would eventually take his life, but were who at the, mo- at the moment protecting him? Were his allies other Jewish people, like the Sadducees, who denied there was a resurrection? Were his allies the Pharisees, of whom he had been one for some time, who actually, with Paul, agreed that there was a resurrection? The Sadducees denied that. So when he stood before this group of people, Romans and Sadducees and Pharisees, both Jew and Gentile, who could Paul trust, and, and more importantly, who, who would stand with him? Well, it depends on who you are. In chapter 22, Paul made very clear who he was. He belonged to Jesus Christ. He was a, a messenger of Jesus Christ. Who was Paul? Was he a Roman? Well, he was a Roman citizen. Was he Jewish? Well, he was Jewish. Was he a, a Pharisee? Well, he agreed with the Pharisees that there was something supernatural. He agreed with the Pharisees that there was a resurrection, something the Sadducees, who were allies of the Pharisees, roundly denied. Well, in Acts 23, verse 11, the Bible says, And the night following the Lord stood by him, that is by Paul, and said, Be of good cheer, Paul, for as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so thou must bear witness also at Rome. So the fact of the matter is that God was the one that was propelling him forward. He said, just as you have been a witness of me, you will be a witness of me, not just here, but also in Rome. You know, Paul would later say, no man stood with me, but the Lord stood with me. So the Lord will stand with those who stand for him. God Almighty will stand with those who stand for him. Now, what did... What did the Lord provide in Paul's case? Well, first of all, the Lord provided focus. In verse 6, But when Paul perceived that the one part were Sadducees, who denied the resurrection, and the other part Pharisees, he cried out in the council, Men and brethren, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee, of the hope and resurrection of the dead I am called in question. Okay, so this was very savvy. He was basically trying to drive a wedge between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, both of whom were accusing him, and helping them to see, hey, actually, I agree with the Pharisees on this one respect. Uh, There is a resurrection. The Pharisees just didn't believe it about Jesus. They denied it about Jesus. They denied who Jesus is. 
And in this case, Paul's focus, the resurrection, is consistent throughout his travels, throughout his, his interactions with other people. And his focus was the same as God's focus. Now, the reason for this story, the reason for Paul's travels in, in subsequent chapters was that he was giving the gospel, the good news that came from God and through Jesus. So, you know, sometimes we don't know who's with us, but I'm here to tell you when you stand uh, for God, the Lord stands with you and he, he gives focus. Second of all, he gave courage. The Lord very, very obviously gave courage to Paul. Paul's life was subsequently threatened. There were those who objected to his, his message of the gospel and they planned to kill him. Now, God had just said, hey, be of good cheer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see you through to Rome. God had already indicated that to Paul. Nonetheless, the Bible says, and when Paul's sister's son, that is his nephew, heard of their lying in wait, he heard that there was a conspiracy to kill Paul. He told Paul, who re replied not by saying, well, God will take care of me. He said, look, go tell the authorities. And that's exactly what he did. Now, he believed in God's protection, but he still sent his nephew to inform and prevent what would have been, uh, you know, a, 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 an assassination. So he rested in the sovereignty of God, the power of God, and yet he had choices to make and he made them in a wise way. The long and short of it is Paul had courage that came from the presence of, of the Lord in his life. Third thing that the Lord's standing with Paul gave him was discernment. In uh, verse 6, when he perceived that half the people before whom he stood were Sadducees and the other were Pharisees, um, he, he was discerning. He was able to distinguish one from another. Now, both were enemies of the gospel. Both were enemies, really, in the, in the large sense of Paul at this point. But by me mentioning the resurrection, which was his central message, the gospel, the Bible tells us that uh, because of that, there, there was a striving between the Sadducees and the Pharisees. They strove, saying, we find no evil in this man. The Pharisees said, hey, we don't see anything wrong with this guy. And the reason was because Paul had discernment. He had, he had savvy. Now, he was not lying. He was not merely uh, manipulating these people. But he had, he had savvy. He had discernment. In short, Paul had a powerful message because he stood with the Lord of the message. Now, I don't know what your life may look like today. I don't know who you'll be facing. But I do know this. When you stand with the Lord, you have the good news to give. When you stand with the Lord, the Lord will stand with you. When you stand for the Lord, the Lord will stand with you. And Paul's a wonderful reminder of that today.